0: business person of the month with Evershed Sutherland, Ireland's most established and largest global law firm. And we have a winner for this month just before Christmas and it's in the aviation sector and he's sitting in front of me. He's one of the best-known bosses in Ireland and he runs Europe's largest airline and probably the nation's best-known company, Ryanair. He took over from his little-known and very media-shy predecessor, Michael, in 2019 and immediately had to deal with an unprecedented shutdown in the entire travel industry worldwide. But Ryanair's bounce-back has been extraordinary and for that we can announce that Eddie Wilson the chief executive of Ryanair is our News Talk business person of the month for December. Congratulations, Eddie. Good morning, Joe. Thanks, Thanks a lot, and thank you for coming in uh, at this. On, on you're probably up at this hour anyway. I'm up this hour, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So it's probably it's probably sleeping. Anyway, it, it, we'll talk about uh, uh, the business and your career in 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 the future. But take us back to early March 2020 when it became patently clear that you're going to have to shut down not just the airline but the entire travel and tourism industry as the virus took root.
1: Yeah I think we'd we'd heard alright, everybody had heard that there was a virus coming from China but we probably got somewhat of an early warning system from uh, our third largest basis in Bergamo where a lot of the infections were were, uh, centred on at that time so we had a real idea that there was something coming there for locally. Um,
0: how, do you, how do you plan for that? How do you plan to shut down your airline, not knowing when you open it back up?
1: Like, in, you know, the thing about aviation is there's always some form of a crisis. The question was, was this one going to last a week or a month? Mm-hmm. Or was there going to be a shutdown at all? And then it just gradually evolved that there was going to be a shutdown. Um, and once it happened in one country um, we just had to it just made its way almost like a virus all the way around the world and then we just planned for that um, and we just decided what are we going to do here
0: now, um, you had to deal with multiple countries with different ways of supporting workers didn't you some countries yeah. made direct payments some countries just uh, handled it through the tax system Yeah. Uh, so you had to deal with all that We had to deal with all that. yeah but like you also had your own people
1: in those countries as well so they were well aware of country what managers. was on, on well you know actually your own employees right. who were who were anxious and also some of the unions as well would have been anxious to get these things in place because they realised there was going to be no flying. Mm-hmm. What was going to happen? How are people going to get paid? But like, there was a gargantuan effort from right. uh, people in uh, HR and in finance and customer service and operations to work out what were we going to do in each of these countries. And at the same time, we made an early decision to keep everybody employed um, keep them uh, current because that's so important in an airline. Um, you know, it's like a... You say keep
0: current, the pilots had to keep up their hours legally otherwise well, they couldn't get into a plane. It's for
1: their licensing purposes. Yeah. So you end up with, uh, at, at one stage, you know, you would have had 100 aircraft parked in Stansted and they were in a queue and we ran flights uh, throughout the pandemic uh, between major cities. Mm-hmm. So what we did was the the, the first aircraft would, co- would go out and that would normally work for you know, eight flights a day, but we'll come back after two flights. That would go back onto the end of the queue. Then the the next aircraft would come out. So like, it was a gargantuan effort from engineers in particular, to make sure that all those aircraft flew. I mean, and all sorts of things happened then. Birds nesting in the uh, auxiliary power unit, um, pitot tubes being uh, blocked up with insects when that normally only happens in subtropical uh, climates. So a lot of Amazing. things happened at that stage.
0: Would you keep... describe it as Ryanair's finest hour?
1: No, I mean, it didn't feel like that. I mean, it just it's surprising afterwards that people think that we were somehow you know, uh, intuitive about this, that we did something different. We sat down with this master plan. Mm -hmm. It was normal for us. We had just decided what is it going to be like when Mm -hmm. it finishes. And I don't think we ever bought in that it was going to be long term. And I think that's why we were on lots of radio programs and doing a lot of media. Mm. I think we took the initiative at that time. Media-shy airline. No, no, but I mean, for all the no, but for all the right reasons. Uh, I mean, Michael in particular did a great job at uh, European level in pushing the passport. Mm. I mean, the passport was the key to getting everybody. So back if you got vaccinated again.
0: in one country, you
1: could then yeah, yeah. That, that idea. There was lots of crazy ideas what people were going to do at that time, and of course nobody was at work. So you couldn't get a coordinated effort. And I think getting the travel passport, I mean, I remember opening the Venice base and taking photographs of uh, uh, St. Mark's Square Mm. And I was the only one there. There weren't even any pigeons in,
0: in, in the square. Like it was. That sounds it, quite romantic, actually. Well. <laughs> so, Camille, you must have been pretty shocked at the speed with which the bounce back happened. In other words, there were still plenty of lockdowns in place the summer of 2021. This is the summer before last. Mm. And yet the order book, your border book, was starting to fill up rapidly.
1: Yeah. I mean, don't forget, we, we, we operated throughout um, the summer of 2020 as well. Yeah. I mean, we never stopped flying. Um, it was a skeleton service to some of the major cities uh, throughout Europe. And some of those aircraft, you know, they, they weren't full, but mm-hmm. we kept flying. But so when it came back in, in the summer of 20, then there was a further lockdown at, at, at yeah. Christmas time. And then we came back in 21 again. So it's, um, we were always there and always
0: preparing for it. You were chief people officer before stepping up to the top job at Ryanair right, sure. Ryan DAC. Um, what's it like dealing with up to 19,000 different people? And somewhere in your airline, there's someone mucking up that's going to cause a problem for you.
1: Yeah, I know. But I mean, that's, that's only the small number of people where they muck up, as you say. I mean, the vast majority of people come in, do their jobs, don't need... Uh, that's the great thing in some ways in terms of management in a regulated industry where most of the jobs are completed, uh, like pilots, cabin crew and engineers, in, you know, in in to do things in a certain way. And that makes it somewhat easier to manage that because there's a set of rules on what you can and can't do. Um but, I mean, the trick from a management point of view is to is to make sure that um, how can we leverage uh, cost competitiveness out of that, having one type of aircraft, 25-minute turnaround, one way of doing mm. things. And really the job of management in, in an airline like Ryanair is trying to keep it the way it has always been and only making changes very, very, very incrementally
0: so that you don't ruin the business model. So you nibble at the edges rather than kind of hack at the edges. What have you learned in the last 25 years at Ryanair about yourself
1: uh, I suppose I mean it's a lot simpler than people will think in terms of running a business at uh, this size um if you have a if you've got good people around you um and it's clear uh what the business is about most people the vast majority of people will come along with you i think what happens in a lot of businesses is they look for quick solutions they're always looking for something to happen in the next quarter or next year, and they never really concentrate. Uh, Elon Musk. <clears throat> well, they never really, they never really concentrate on what's the strategy, and the strategy for Ryanair, you know, is very formulaic, and it hasn't really changed. I mean, there's been only minor changes to that. There were big changes, like how we distributed our uh, our tickets. Because, uh, you know, the internet wasn't even a commercial proposition uh, when I started in Reiner. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, that came about in the year 2000. So we were able, we got a bit lucky with that as well, uh, in terms of having a distribution model. But... Still, But also
0: you guys insisted early doors that people had to, you know, do it online and print up their own stuff online. You said, listen, if you want to fly with us, this is the way you to go. Otherwise, it's going to be really expensive for you in the airline, in yeah, the airport. But, but we went about it the other way. We could see that it wasn't going to cost us anything. Um, and then decided that was the right way to do it, rather than having some it visionary was a, it, it technological... But it was a gamble. It was a gamble. Because yeah. what if consumers said, no, I, I, I want to go about the old way that I've done for the previous 20 years, and, I, and I'm going to get my, my D- ticket Then the we would have reverted,
1: and um, we would have paid more to travel agents as it was at that time. But again it's the tools and the innovations that come about how can we bolt them on to a model that has worked for us for the last uh, 35 years well
0: congratulations Eddie Uh, Eddie Wilson from Ryanair DAC designated activity company Um, and Eddie wins a gorgeous engraved and he has it in front of him uh, here, engraved Shannon Rollerball Bog Oak Pen with Solid Oak Case from Irish Pens and the pen will be engraved and is engraved in front of him uh, with the winner's name and a Solid Oak Case with Business Person of the Month December 2022 and that's all thanks to Evershed Sutherland Business Person of the Month with Evershed Sutherland Ireland's most established and largest global law firm